What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. This is On the Block with Stricken Austin. Nebraska Basketball Hall of Famer and nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. Strickland for three! And you're going to go out of here at the Big 8 tournament champion. Middle school basketball coaching legend and Duke basketball shooting coach in his mind, Austin Orman. Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America, on air and online at theticketfm.com. Brought to you by Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. This is On the Block with Stricken Austin. Hour two of the show comes right here from 1040 O Street. I'm Austin Norman, joined by the Husker Hall of Famer, nine-year NBA vet, big eight freshman of the year, all-around good guy, Eric Strickland, sitting to my left. If you've got any th- thoughts or comments on anything we're talking about here on the show, you can let us know at 402-464-5685 or leave a comment if you're watching on any of our stream platforms, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter among those. Uh, Strick, I want to go to the text line here real quick to start out. Um, Hizzlebear says, Ron Kellogg is in that discussion, and can you imagine poking Ron Kellogg after he threw the Hail Mary to win the game against Northwestern? <laughs> yeah, he, he would have definitely said, <laughs> yeah, he definitely would have on that one. Um, on the uh, YouTube stream, Josh Nielsen said, Jerome the Bus Badass, how mm. did we all miss that one? That's a good one, Josh. That was a good one. Mm-hmm. I, I, I really... Yeah, there's no question on that one. This all goes back to the unflattering angle of Patrick Mahomes from a, a video that Inside the NFL put out there. Mahomes not not happy about it, but joking about it. Uh, the picture is posted for you if you missed it at on the block 93.7 on Twitter. Make sure you give that account a follow. We, uh, we post updates there. We post the lineup for the show every day. We're trying to get involved in the conversation for the events going on from that account as well. So if you're a fan of the show, make sure you go uh, follow that um, at on the block 937 on Twitter. Strick, I want to turn our attention to the SEC, okay. specifically to the state of Tennessee. And there's a Nebraska tie to this. As uh, a former executive at Nebraska, former leader, uh, Dondi Plowman, who is the dean of the business college and then the executive vice chancellor for a while at Nebraska. Um, now the chancellor at uh, the University of Tennessee, not thrilled with the NCAA once again investigating Tennessee for NIL sort of non-compliance. Um, a lot of this is rumored to stem, stem back to Nico Iamaleva, the quarterback mm-hmm. who took over for Joe Milton, who uh, started the bowl game against Iowa, led him to a 35 nothing win over the Hawkeyes. He's rumored to be involved in this, uh, the improper use of NIL, improper communication sort of things. Lest we forget, Tennessee just got done being levied an $8 million fine for 18 NCAA violations not long ago. Just yesterday, the NCAA hasn't announced this, but apparently it's in the works that the NCAA is going to, you know, levy some more charges against Tennessee. Dondi Plowman sent a letter to the NCAA. Not happy about it. And here's what she said. It is intellectually dishonest for the NCAA staff to issue guidelines that say a third-party collective or business may meet with prospective student-athletes, discuss NIL, even enter into a contract with prospective student-athletes, but at the same time say that the collective may not engage in conversations that would be of a recruiting nature. Here's the, the kicker, the main point to me. Any discussion about NIL 
might factor into a prospective student-athlete's decision to attend an institution. This creates an inherently unworkable situation, and everyone knows it. Your reaction? <clears throat> this is the $8 million man, so to speak, right? The, this mm-hmm. is the one that everybody was like blown away when they were talking about an $8 million NIL deal. Mm-hmm. Um, so here's, here's the part that I... That, that there's just two pieces to this that I, I want to address, I think. One is this. I look at this and I find that it is just truly difficult for deals to be committed to, done, handled outside the realm of the university knowing. Because I'm recruiting this, this particular player. Mm-hmm. There are obviously deals that need to be done. I need to understand what that relationship is and what that deal is because how am I going to recruit to what I don't know what's going on on the outside? How am I going to leave a scholarship open for a specific player, but there's deals being worked outside my purview of no, of knowledge, right? Mm-hmm. So that's that's kind of weird to me. Now, here's the here's the piece that kind of gets into the ooh category. You can't tell me that at the highest levels, the Michigans, the Ohio States, the Georgias, the Alabamas, the Clemsons, the Notre Dames, the let's just keep USC's. Mm-hmm. We can just keep on going to Texas. Oregon's. You can't tell me. You can't tell me that nothing of the sort like that is going on. So then this is where I start to look at the fact that the NCAA, and I've talked about this before, and we've went into discussions about this, where the NCAA, to me, somehow, some way, seems to find somebody that's on that middle tier Mm. that's a big enough name to go after, but it's not a top-tier name to where it's going to overly hurt the bottom line. The big money. The mm-hmm. bottom line, right? Mm-hmm. This is kind of where you get Michigan still able to do what they do because mm-hmm. you don't want to hurt the big money. And having so, the villains good for business. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Good for mm-hmm. watching because mm-hmm. you want them to probably fall flat on their face and you're going to mm-hmm. watch till you can celebrate it. And all. But that's what I'm saying. It seems to me that they find these 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 type of teams and remember in baseball we we're talking about it uh last year for the for the world series mm-hmm. when i think it was Vatek who who was it that um had the hammers and they were hitting the home runs and they they would slam the hammers oh yeah yeah i, I, I want to say it's Vatek i can't remember who it is but they they went after that team but there's other types of um you know rituals that other teams do but why would you only go after that why would you not go after the Miami's ritual or to, you know, the Wake Forest ritual or whatever the case may be, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I just, I know that the NCAA is trying to figure out ways to stay relevant, Austin, and they look at things like this because the toothpaste has already been squeezed out. It's on the toothbrush. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? We've already been brushing on the NIL craziness already. You can't, you can't take what's in your mouth, pause, and... <laughs> And began to try to put it back in the toothpaste. No. But they're trying to keep relevancy by doing crazy stuff like this. Because it don't make sense. It doesn't at all. And I think that's what what Plowman's getting at in her letter, too, is that 
these conversations between the NIL, you know, collectives or between the businesses and the student athlete, even if they're not about, even if they're not explicitly, if you come here, we'll pay you this much, that's still a recruiting conversation. You know, if it's, this is what we could be able to offer you. Even if it, you never bring up the university that, you know, they're on their official visit to, even if that name never comes up in the meeting, that meeting is automatically tied back to that school. There's that implicit understanding of, hey, this is tied to this school. If I come here, this is what I get. This is on the table. If I go here, this other place, that's what I could get. Even if it's not a recruiting conversation, it's a recruiting conversation. Yeah. So to say that you can have those conversations, but they can't be about recruiting, that doesn't square. That, that doesn't it, jive it, at all. It doesn't. It doesn't at all. It's crazy. Um, and that's where uh, with Tennessee – the state of Tennessee, not the University of Tennessee, the state of Tennessee and the, the Commonwealth of Virginia are suing the NCAA saying, hey, you can't keep punishing our schools or our collectives for this, right? If you do that, it's they're saying it's it's breaking antitrust laws in some ways, where the NCAA it's is picking stepping and choosing. in, it's picking and choosing, and mm. it's also limiting what athletes can earn. Because mm-hmm. if athletes can't have those conversations out in the open and be honest about it, they won't be able to make the best choice for their future um, and their future earning potential is the argument, essentially. Yeah, I mean, because outside of tampering, mm-hmm. which, okay, I can understand somewhat, but in open recruiting, open dialogue. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Mike Rowe here with a few thoughts on my favorite sweatshirt, a classic zip-up hoodie that used to be navy blue but has since faded to what the fashionistas call a distressed indigo. It's 13 years old. Soft as a flannel bathrobe, and after a few hundred dirty jobs, demonstrably and undeniably indestructible. This is the kind of sweatshirt girlfriends like to permanently borrow, but I've held on to this one because I got it from American Giant. American Giant makes all their stuff right here in the USA so they can control every link in their own supply chain. That matters. Because when you buy American Giant, you not only get great quality, you create jobs for people in factory towns all over the country. No pressure, but if you give a damn about the business of making things in America, you got to support the companies who are doing it right. Go to American-Giant.com slash Mike to get 20% off your first order. That's American-Giant.com slash Mike. Open free agency, all of that, which in a sense... To me, NIL is just a form of free agency. Oh, sure. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, that's what it is to me. Mm -hmm. But when I think about it, though, Austin, in free agency, those open and honest and candid discussions that are going on is what creates leverage, is what creates, Mm -hmm. is, is, is the marketplace. So, so if I would, if I can say that. Mm-hmm. It's the marketplace. It's capitalism, right? Mm-hmm. Because I can put a product out there without me being able to put on TV and market my product if I choose to do that or radio or you know whatever form that I'm marketing my product. Without being able to put that on display, 
then you're hindering my ability to make money. Mm -hmm. I should be able to put it on display to everybody in the capital in the capital system that would want to buy what I'm offering. And different people will value it different ways. There it is. Mm -hmm. So that's why I think it's both. It's bunk. I think it's bunk. I'm with you. So yeah, they are indeed challenging the antitrust laws. It says um, the suit alleges that the NCAA has violated antitrust laws by denying athletes their ability to earn full compensation for their names, images, and likenesses. The athletes, you know, will get the monetary value of a scholarship. They'll get the gear. They'll get the experience. They'll get the connections. But the new door that's been opened up, Strick, is the actual cold, hard cash element of this. College football wanted to be big business, right? You think back even like, you know, pre-SMU in the 80s, college football was fun. It was still pretty regional, mm -hmm. right? College football has wanted to go national. You see that with the introduction of the playoff. You see that with the mega conferences. College football, college sports to, to some degree, but especially college football, I think is really trying to follow up the NFL's popularity and take second place. It went national. It went corporate a long time ago, but it went even more corporate with the, you know, the pure dollars and cents for NIL now. The NCAA wasn't ready for it. College football wasn't ready for all the lawsuits it was going to have to file um, you know, to, to get this in place. I think we're seeing everything blow up all at once again, right? You had the first explosion with the transfer portal. Then the NIL laws pass. You're seeing kind of the chain reaction explosions down the line where you have states suing the federal government over college football. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it, it's, it's, it's crazy. And we don't know how much further this is going to go, but a lot of it is spurned on because, especially in this area, college football the NCAA is all is like a chihuahua trying to bark at a <laughs> at a freaking uh what is it Rottweiler a mastiff, mastiff or a, ma yeah. a Rottweiler basically yeah. right a pit bull same it's a chihuahua looking at him like me 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 right yeah and then the, the pit bull is looking at him like <laughs> right that's really what the NCAA doing to college football is basically what it's like the NCAA, mm -hmm. Football looks at the NCAA like you're you're all bark with no bite. Mm -hmm. Now, because to me, the NCAA's money is made where March Madness. Yes, that's where their big oh, money. Yeah. that's where their big money's made. Maybe in the mm -hmm. College World Series, some a little bit, but a little bit. March but Madness not, is the March billions Madness of dollars. Property. Is there is there is their baby mm -hmm. right? They don't get, they don't do nothing really, get nothing, or have any say so on what goes on in the college football playoff, playoff no. or nothing. So, that they they're they're trying to figure out how to gain some leverage and power to get in, but it's a wrap. They're done, easy. It's not going to work. No. My question for you then is this: Would the NCAA be better off continuing to do what it's doing? try to fight the fight it wants to in trying to hold these schools accountable based on the NCAA's perception of the rules? Or would it be better for the NCAA to just completely let go? Let it be the true Wild West, wide open, do what you want with who you want, when you want, how you like? And in the meantime, come up with rules that everyone can agree with. I'm not going to get political, but I'm going to use as an analogy. Mm-hmm. I am apolitical. I am so I'm independent minded. Just so we caveat that. Mm -hmm. Um 
I, one of the greatest lessons to be learned is what's going on down at the border. You let people who are on the northern side of things, who are far away from the 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 mess, mm-hmm. you let them be able, they, they always talk, oh, we're this and we're that and we're cool with it. And everybody, come on through, right? Mm-hmm. Until they start showing up on your doorstep. Now you're seeing up, like just for example, uh, and look, and again, I'm not a, I'm just looking at news. Mm-hmm. Now you're looking at people in Chicago and you're looking at people in New York and you're looking at Massachusetts, all of them, right? Mm-hmm. They're far away from it, but hey, everybody, come one, come all. But when they start showing up on their doorstep, wait now, wait a minute. And we're talking about just hundreds of thousands, you know, thousands. We ain't talking about millions that show up on the South, right? When you got that type of situation, that's sometimes you got to let them see it. Mm. That's what that's what you're saying. You yeah. got to you got to you got to say, "Oh, this what you want? I'm going to give you what you want." And let them see it. Mm-hmm. Touch it, feel it. The ramifications of the, it. There you go. That that, mm-hmm. that that that's the best analogy I can I can share for it. I think you may be on to something. Give them the business. Let them you know, if I'm this, if I want to get back to power, you want to turn on you, you, you. Oh, word. Okay, y'all go ahead, do your thing. We ain't I'll gonna be here. We, we ain't gonna say nothing. Go ahead, mm-hmm. do your thing. And then all of a sudden, it's gonna get crazy. Team, certain teams is gonna be. Whoa, wait now, wait now. This is we can't let. Hey, hey, we need an arbiter. That's when they, you know, then you come in and say, voila, I'm here, like mm-hmm. the genie, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here. That's that's what I think you're right, man. The NCAA, I think they have to, like you're saying, they have to let go to be able to grab on. Yeah. Let go in the short term. Yeah. Come back with a plan, right? There you go. Not an NCAA plan. Work with industry leaders. There work with chancellors and presidents. Work with collectives. Work with student athletes to come up with the best <laughs> plan that works for the most people. Like, Here's the thing. We understand there's not going to be a perfect plan. There's not a right. magical solution that's going to clear up everybody's problems all at once. But what you and I are saying is the NCAA can give the schools, the collectives, what they want for five, 10 years. Everyone's going to be up in arms about how out of control it is. And the NCAA needs to use that interim period to come up with the best plan it can and say, what if we do this? Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say they'll be hailed as the conquering hero or anything, but mm-hmm. that scrubs away quite a bit of the stain and mm-hmm. quite a bit of the stench, I would think. There it is. There it is. Man, that's good stuff. I, I just, um, yeah, the NCAA, there's really no good answer to this thing right now. No. And, and But I understand. I understand how they feel. I mean, Tennessee feels like, you know, yo, why are you, pile, why are you, why are you piling up on me? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. Now, you can't tell me that if you go dig into the coffers of what's going on at Alabama or Florida or any Oregon or you can't yeah. tell me that you're not going to find anything popping up uh, on the radar out there. Mm-hmm. You go dig like, 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 like it's like this, Austin. If I was dating or married or had a girlfriend, right? Mm-hmm. You can come digging in this phone. You probably going to find something you're looking for. You ain't not like it. You probably can find it. But if you go searching for it, mm-hmm. so that's anybody. Anywhere, any place. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So 
Uh, metadata don't go nowhere. It does. <laughs> <laughs> you, think, you think you can erase it? You think it does? No, it's, there's something out there. Mm -hmm. There's some stuff out there. Mm -hmm. You can you can do like like some politicians do and scrub and break break uh, uh, computers and smash, with a smash all that. You can do all of that, but that don't mean Throw it's going it to disappear. River. No. <laughs> it ain't going to disappear, baby. It won't. Like, Let's, yeah. Let's talk to Evan Bland. Maybe ask him about that. Definitely some Husker baseball stuff. We've gotten a lot of questions on that. We'll throw some of them at our resident Husker baseball expert, Evan Bland, when we get back. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's Outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.